Rastafari. Na 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 na. Holy Mount Zion, I'm coming home to you. Holy Mount Zion, I'm coming home to you. I face a lot of trials and tribulation, but to all of that I must still stand strong. Giving thanks and praise to the Almighty One And looking forward to reach Mount Zion And I man say Zion I'm coming home to you Holy Mount Zion I'm coming home to you They said I don't have no right What's up everybody? This is Papa Fizz And you are now tuned in to episode one Of the official Solomonic Sound System podcast Today I have the honor and pleasure of sharing with you a conversation with one of the greatest singers in reggae music history, our friend and mentor, Mr. Calvin Scott, or as you may know him, Sweet Sweet Coco T. First off, I want to say greetings to you, Coco T, in the name of His Imperial Majesty, Emperor Haile Selassie I, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Conquering Lion of the Tribe of Judah, Ja Rastafari. Yes, King, give thanks, man. I'm feeling high, you know. You don't know. Respect and thanks to Abinai, man, on the Solomonic podcast, you know, because you don't know. It's like, it's a pleasure to be on today to speak about and I work show here and things like that, you know. There. This is what my baby said to me, Lord. Say she want a good life, no one to cause her pain and stripes. She want a good life, no man to cause her pain and stripes. She don't want Before we get into your current project and your upcoming tour, give the listeners who might not know your history a little bit of a background. Uh, can you tell us when you were born and what part of Jamaica you come from? Yeah, I man was born um, September 1959, you know. And I'm from a place called Rocky Point, Clarendon in Jamaica. And it's a typical fishing village where people make their livelihood by going out on the high seas, you know, to, um, to catch fish and return and have it merchandise and merchandise and the, and, the, and the seashore and things like that. So I'm, I'm a typical fisherman, but like I would say, just say, follow him and he shall make you fishers of men. So I still have follow just so I still have fisherman see me, you know. Even though I'm not only I'm going at the sea right now, you see. So is is from that time of the the seaside fishing uh, growing up. What, we want to know where does the name Coco Tea come from? Well, it's like um, typical growing up in Rocky Point, and it's like people houses are close together. You know, it's not like a a normal development in, you would know about in the USA where. People would be neighbors and you don't even speak to your neighbor because I've seen that many times in the United States and other countries like Canada and England and all those places. Typical Caribbean living is that people live, we're not even close as all the houses are close in America, but we always live together more, much closer. Like houses are like sometimes meters away, sometimes you would find houses miles away and sometimes you might find houses like yards away and sometimes you might find houses like a typical half mile or anything away. But houses are not typically that close because people always have some land space so they can plant them food and things like that. So within that that um, era, 
you would have people living like a little way up from where your house is. Now, my neighbors would be like um like a like a few chains away from my house. But like kids we always get together and we always share the same meal sometimes because my neighbor would I would go to my, my mother's neighbor's house and they would cook and I would partake and they would come to my mother's house and they my mother would cook and everyone partakes like that. So we share that camaraderie from them time there, you know, until now typically Jamaican people tend to live that way, especially those who live in the country. Now, one night my mother said to us that we were actually out there playing, right? Because other, like I said, children would come to my house and I would go to other children's place and things like that. So we were having fun playing out in the yard and my mother called us and said, call my, me and my brother. Um, Picnic. I know typical Jamaican people don't call people kids and, and children, they call them picnic. They say picnic, we don't want to do that tonight because we don't want to cook any any hard food, we just want to boil some tea. And I man say, yes mama, some hot cocoa tea, because I used to love cocoa tea in those days, and I would chocolate milk and things like that. Them say, you know, the cocoa is from a plant called, the, 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 the chocolate is from the cocoa plant in Jamaica. The chocolate is derived from the cocoa plant and things like that. We used to love it, you know, especially when them boil the tea and put coconut milk and sweetness and things like that. You know, nothing and vanilla and everything. So it was nice. So I said, yes, mama, some hot cocoa tea. And then those children that was out there playing with him and now started to call him and cocoa tea. And I was very upset about it. So from that bit, the name stuck to her, you know, because like in a you grow up, you know, if someone starts calling his name and you never really take it in a problem, you never think nothing bad of it or anything like that. It goes away, but as long as you start to get fussy about it, then you're still gonna call it and then you know just it just talk to me from that time. But it's so but it's so it is so ironic still, I don't cut the still, but it's, it's so ironic that this same cocoa plant that the pea comes that um that pea cocoa teas were derived from. That's the same plant like I told you the chocolate is, is manufactured from. Yeah. And we have a thing in Jamaica what we call chocolate where our people who just parch the cocoa and then um get it together like it would look like a world and something with it to do in a shape of a and they bring it to the market and sell it that those things are just strictly organic, no fertilizer and things like that. People would buy it, buy it and go over the yard and send them on and create for the chocolate, the same on the car. So that's what we call chocolate in general. So that's good. And that's why I grew up knowing about chocolate. So they break for that and they break for that and, and boil it in hot water and add it to the milk and things like that. And they would call that one chocolate tea. Now that tea is a very, very dangerous tea because you would put it down on the counter. My dear mother would, would boil the chocolate and put it down on the counter in her cup. And it would be there for, it would be there for like, maybe sometime hour, a hour. And if you ever take up that chocolate and put it to your mouth. And don't cool it before you try to sip it. It burn you up, man. It's, it's, it's just like that. So, I'm saying, you know, it's ironic that I, I got the name Coco Tea because that's why I am so relevant still today and every time I go out there I'm on Master Fish Wellness in the car because I always act to can't run with Coco Tea it never gets so easy Miss Annette man Some from West Mall and some from Clarendon Miss Annette 
some from England, some from From those early days, uh, we want to know still, what was the first album or the first song that you remember hearing and you loved the song so much you went and spent your own pocket money to go buy that record? Well, there's a song from Dennis Brown, you know. That, that's my, 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 my youthful idol, and even to the day he died, I was, it was, he was still one of my favorites. Because I just love how this man used to sing, and the man of a song called, um, Lips Green Apple. I grew up on that song, I love that song so much that I used to sing that song dearly. Yeah. Oh, I wake up in the morning with my hair down in my eyes. You must know that song. Yeah, yeah, the little green apples, little green apples in the summertime. I love that song so much. It's the first song I ever went out and bought that song because I love that song so much. Oh my, trust me, you don't know, yeah? Uh, that was nice. one of the first. Song that inspired Iman to want to sing with the music. You know? Still have that record? I still have that record in Jamaica. Still have that record. Man. And many more than this down too. It's like I, mm. I went out and collected Dennis Brown and Bob Marley like that because Dennis Brown, for one, the songs and, and, and the type of melody that he carries is it, so soothing to Iman that Iman really wanted to have. A Dennis Brown melody, you know, I like, love the Dennis Brown melody, but when I started, when I get really in touch with Bob Marley, and I started listening to the lyrics that Bob Marley um, sang, then I was, I was captured right away, man, because, you know, as a youth growing up still, and until now, and I want to think positive, I want to make love songs for the leader, but still at the same time, I want to remain positive uh, with a message that can unite the world, you know, so. From Dennis Brown to Bob Marley, I'm, uh, I'm on was captured, you know? You said the, the Dennis Brown, Little Green Apples, it, it was from those times that you knew that you wanted to pursue a career in record music? Yeah, from those times, because um, actually, I used to sing, you know, because it, it's an inborn concept. It's like, um, I, would, I would be eating my dinner, you know? And I took up the first piece of food on the fork. And I put it in my mouth, and I'm still singing, and my, my mother would say to me, Just you sing, I eat, I eat. Stop singing now, no. Stop me singing. Yeah, eat, you can't wait till you don't eat, that's it. But it's just that, that power just coming in, I'm an, I'm an have to sing. In everything I do, I just want to sing. If I cannot stay a day, there's no day that can pass, and I don't sing something. I have to sing something. That's how I... That's how I'm, I'm, music is within Iman, you know? I'm so in tune with music with that. I never knew it's like, like, um, I'm, I was the one who go, go out there and look for the music. The music come and find me. Music find me from a child. It was uh, a childhood um, attitude or a childhood love or something like that. But the music just find, find me as a, from a, a youngster. And until this day, I, I would I would try either to do other things, but at the same time, it's just music within Iman. I can remember when I went to when I when I was small, when I did that first song called Searching in the Hills. The first song I recorded a song called Searching in the Hills.
And when I went to Kingston and I did search in the hills and came back to, to, to Rocky Point and, you know, was there for because actually searching in the hills wasn't written by me, it was written, written by one of my virgins where used to have a, a group called the Rocky Donians. Because there was a Clarion Donans, there was a Clarion Donans those times, those days with, with um, Ernest and Peter and them people and my youth them from, from Rocky Point used to call themselves the Rocky Donians because the Rocky Point we come from, you know? <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, so, um, they were the ones who really wrote that song for me. And, it's like, being a young youth, you know, when I do that, did that first time, I was like 14 years old. So I didn't really, I didn't really have the capacity. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't concentrating that much to find out how to really write a song for a man self. So it took like, took a man like another 10 years before I get the big book because it's 1984 before I really started out on this journey right now. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That was 10 yeah, years yeah. After, I, after I made the first song. And it took a man from that time until 1984 to really to figure out how to really write a song and to get the melodies together and things like that. But when I when I really captured all those things, it was as she wrote. Because from that time until this time, I'm like one of the melody makers and one of the persons in Jamaica who can really just look at anything and write a lyric. Right? I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm very spontaneous. They, they are saying that there's a lot of people out there who say they are, they are, they are freestylists, but no, a lot of people are saying, but boy, all the freestylists are talking about, you know, freestylists are cuckoo, you know, they don't want cuckoo. <laughs> you know what I say? Uh-huh. Alone in hell. Turn off the immediate sound, over the sun. Eat sound, over the sun. Them eat sound, Sound they are no threat, them sound they are no threat Them sound as if they are the listen me cassette Them sound they are no threat, them sound they are no threat Them sound as if they are the listen me cassette Turn off them idiot sound Now moving forward in your career still, we want to know how Obviously we know the I is a Rasta man And we want to know how you came to know about Rastafari And how Rastafari has Shape your musical career and what you choose to sing about. It is undisputed the way all Rastafari has shaped time and career. And knowing about Rastafari came about like in my in, in, in my little district in Rastafari, there is there is a lot of churches. Like I could count even like five, six churches in a little place that is about like maybe 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 a, a four or five square mile. Probably a, a, a square mile and a half. The little district that I grew up in. There were so many churches. They have Anglican church. They have Baptist church. They have them have a church of them called Jesus only. They have Seven Day Church. They have Catholic church. They have every kind of church in my little district. Pokemina church. People rap them and enjoy poker and all them type of things. There's just a lot of churches in the place. And, we used every every one of us as a youth have to go to a church. And your mother goes to a church every Sunday morning after working them, but what thing called Sunday school. Where you, you sit in a church and you listen listen um what the preacher has to say and you have to be very, very attentive. You cannot listen you cannot make even a sound that you must not even a cough so easy in church. 
you would get you would get a fine spanking <laughs> and say I've heard disrespectful. Now alongside that came the Rasta the Rasta Parai people in the place where youth I have a, have a cousin used name Ayadak we call him his, his name is Doctor I will call him Ayadak and there was a, a lady called Andy and his, his and her husband they had a place called they have a, a, a place where everyone comes jump at it called Naya Bingi. And I don't know if many people are familiar with Naya Bingi, but Naya Bingi is where Rasta people go and gather together and give prizes to the most high. And we share everything we have with each other. So if a man come and Naya Bingi and have some herb, I'm just bringing herb and expand to serve food. Yeah, I'm going to bring and expand from down. So having the greens, I'm going to bring green. So people just bring whatever they have and bring to the full and people just share it and eat it and Eat and drink and memory and give thanks to the most. I like how sometimes three weeks, 21 days straight, by Naya Bingi, a chant. I can tell you this, I went to Naya Bingi one night and I have never seen so, many, so much rainfall. Never seen so much rainfall, King. I can tell you, 1979. The most rain I've ever seen in my life was that time, right? And the last time I chant Naya Bingi, you know, King. And I tell you, I said, you know, every, every night I've been here, Rasta have to build, them build a big fire, a bonfire. Don't know what you know, they must not have it. Where Rasta build a bonfire, and only power would come in and then fetch one of the fire and all that kind of thing. The rainfall, for like, in 1979, the rainfall like about, like about 14 days straight, rainfall. Non-stop, I mean, terrible amount of rain, and I've never seen this yet. Before, I've never seen it after. The, the rest of the machines in the Bingy and lightning and thunder, a clap and rain, a fall, terrible rain. Thunder, lightning, a walk from the ground like man. I'm not sure that I said thing. All the rain that fall, it could never out that Naya Bingy fire. I've never seen that yet. Flood, I mean, flood, can't stop a flood. Water catch one of them, yes. And the Naya Bingy fire still, still ablaze. So I am answer to I am answer because I am fear brother and some of the youth going on in that place. We started to go to a church name, a Sabbath church, you know, a seven day church where we keep Sabbath every Saturday and thing and from Friday we get to we get with things ready and, and go to the church and one Saturday I go to the church and when I went to the church I am on see I am on take a seat in our car against a window at the church and there's a lady now, she's now deceased, a lady Alana. She was beside I man in the, in, in, the, in the seat and after lunchtime now, when we, we, everyone church went for lunchtime, 12 o'clock and everyone go eat their lunch and we eat to lunch and come forward now. When we come forward now to sit in the church, the lady, the lady took my seat and I said to her, I said, well, that's where I was sitting. And she said to her, I said, well, I know I forgot this. She said to her, I said, nobody now have no seat in our church. <laughs> she said, I said, so I man say no, if I don't have a seat in a church, I don't want to go to church. If I don't, I know where I'm going to go, I would like to have a seat in that place. I say, I don't have a seat in the church. So I look at it and I say, boy, I don't go back to church. I don't go back to church from that. But and then another thing about church thing where we turn it off now. The church always have a thing called a harvest. Where they mean throw all of our night to bring things come to the church when you're going to have harvest time. And they, you would bring... Everything we have, you bring Kina, you bring Yama, you bring whatever. But they sell those things to the people. You bring it to the church and then take it and then sell it. When I go to the Naya Bingy and I see people tell everything and we just give it away to each other and, and, and we'll try and eat and drink and the merry and praise the Almighty and everything. And I say, well, boy, 
I choose the Naya dinghy. I choose Rasta way over the church way because the church has sell things to one another and the Naya dinghy have to give things to one another for us right now. There's more harmony amongst Rasta people. And that's what I call in the Rastafari movement. Trust me. And when I, when I get that call in, I start to research now. And then I start to find out about his imperial majesty and all the things that I and I are supposed to know as people around here because I and I can't tell a man, every man has their own religion, what they think is right and every man has their own thinking and thought and what they believe. Well as I and I see as rest of us and I like believe that we like to know. And when I find out I found out all those things now I tell them why I choose the rest of you because I say if I feel it's over there and I don't have no and I man have something I suppose I want to share it with the eye. Because sharing is caring. So if I see the people are sh- if I see people are sharing each other and I see people are filled to each other, there's no it's a no brainer where I want to be. I want to be with people who like to share and care. So I guess so I'm on get I'm on call him king, right there, so, you know? Right there, so between them them instances there I'm on get I call him for us you know? I say, all right, all right. We can live it up, go together again, all on alone. Say we can live it up, we can live it up together again Man a man can reason, and make we live it up together again No sign, no peace treaty As far as the progression of your career, you said you really started to get get moving forward in like the mid 80s, like 1984 and I, if I think looking back on your career, some of your early work, you were doing a lot of work with um, Gussie over music work Right, and then uh, over time you started to work with um, Farrell at yeah at Exterminator and Bobby Digital, and then thing. Can you tell us a little bit like how the music industry changed, how your career progressed through those times, and and you know uh, what it was like working during the '80s compared to the '90s times, and then up into the 2000s. Well, I'm on career side with I'm on career is now deceased too. Working with Jungleaz, it was like it was like Iman was in my early days. So it was like a teaching. It was like a lesson, learning a lesson I know how to. Because a lot of things that I know in the business is because this man has taught me well before he he he, he, he went because because he migrated after a while to the United States and Iman had to switch and go to a, go to Jamis first. And before I went to Jamaica, I used to do some work with a man called My Kitchen, which is he had a little called Kana Stone. I don't know if you know, you know about that. Little, a little called Kana. Yeah, because I did a lot of songs for him, like um, Herb in My Garden. Um, I did a song called If Jive's Faust. And no, a lot of those songs that I did in the early, before that was recorded with, with, with uh, Mikey Pep, as we call him. And then, there's a, he's the first one that I know a man called China Smith. China Smith. The guitarist who used to play with Batman. Because he and China Smith is from, China Smith is from the same place in, 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 in Greenwich Farm. You know what I'm saying? So, after I left 
Mikey Pep now I move on to John John Jamis cause Jamis always I want to come do some song with him and I work with Jamis and things like that and then when we were in Jamis and doing some good works now Shabarangs came in now and that's your Shabarangs got his first number one song a song called Ooshi Love with Ayman and Omti that's the first number one song in the, in, in the world for Shabarangs okay a song okay. called Ooshi Love it's a song with the darling why do I get butterflies and in the song with the darling we should have them chill over we should have them chill over yeah so that was the first number one song for Shabarangs well after we spend some time working with Jamis now and we bring the Omti, Kokoti and Shabarangs thing together and it started to soar and people was listening and then Gossie Clark now sent with, with, with the rumor we were working with a man like a man like Mikey Bennett. So Mikey Bennett now he and Gossie Clark was like friends and he was saying to us, Well boy, Gossie he's the thing and Gossie get excited and I said, I'm gonna like to do a project with us too, you know so when you come and Gossie, you know, Gossie go do a thing to Gossie to one. So we went to Gossie now and the, the, the song called, the first time we did first uh, in, in combination for Gossie was a song called Pirates Anthem. People Station, at the system, BTI, love them, because we love them. And I don't know if you know about the situation in England. When because a lot of those these radio stations that you hear in, in, in England today were pirate stations. There was only one legal radio station in the U, in, in the in the UK at that time was the BBC radio. And the pirate station came about because a lot of these people who wanted to play reggae and was interested as interested in spend, spreading the music all over uh, England. We've been, we've been um, stopped by the BBC people because they used to send out a thing called DPI, which is the Department of, of, of Transport and something like that. You know what I'm saying? So, we, did, we came up with the idea so that we need to write a song about pirates because them 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 trying to stop the, um, the pirate stations and the people in England. I said, boy, you in a ball cause if we lose the pirate station nothing we're not going to hear for reggae more in England because the pirates help us out so let us do a song and then we get together and do the song called Pirate Anthem and trust me it blew up it blew them everywhere in England in Europe man it mashed the whole world it was number one in everywhere the song called Pirate Anthem with Iman, Omti and Shabara you know what I'm saying so that's how we start Iman started working with Jesse Clark until even the album of Gossip called Authorized came out with a lot of big tune and things like that. Then Fatis came in after that now. Fatis always asked me now, what well, can I do something for man? So I was kind of Fatis was good judging for them for a long time. So started to do something for, for Fatis. And you know, we had a great time working with Fatis because most of those Fatis with him was made by Sly and Roddy. You know, I said, Sly, I would make the rhythm, the man in the car, and say, Cocotty, come, vice them. But Bobby Digital, no, Bobby Digital, I used to work with Bobby Digital. From Jamie's days, that's where I met Bobby Digital, because Bobby, Bobby Digital was Jamie's engineering. He, he learned engineering and everything over Jamie's studio. 
many people don't even know that I vibe song with Bobby Digital. I'm on singing Bobby Digital, DJ. I tune call, come on. Baby, come on, baby. No more than Bobby, I did like you, right? Just two people, come on, Bobby Digital, I'm cooking, right? Trust me, that was. That was so perfect because I was in the studio and I, I did the song and Bobby said I wanted to be It's one good man. But Bobby, I didn't have that relationship from we had in Jamie's time. So when he started in the studio now, he called me and he was coming to do some work together and things like that. And apparently, approximately every song that me and Bobby did to touch was number one. Everything we touch just turned to gold and things like that. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, working with all of these artists and, and, and working with all of these producers was easy to Iman because, guess what I know? I'm a quick learner. You know what I say? A quick learner and I'm an ardent listener. You see what I say? So if a man said, when I'm in a student, nobody is younger generation nowadays. Because they're, they're, they're using the pro tools. It makes a lot of these artists and Sometimes when you're, they're on this stage, you, you would never hear them doing the song like how they, they, they have done it in the studio because they are made by the Pro Tools. But in those years, when you're using the, 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 um, the, the 16 track and the 24 track and the 38 and the 8 track and everything, you had, when you started to do a song, and when you do this song, we, we were going straight to the tape. That means whenever time, whenever time you make a mistake, the man of the tell come again. And all we did sang those times, we sing every, we sing every verse. That means we sing every punchline and we sing every verse. Nowadays, people is a different thing, technology, take it to a different level where people can just make one punchline and then them fly to the whole of the song. We don't know about them going to fly in them time, and I know about it. Come again. That part then the song will take it over and come again. You see what I say? I didn't think that the thing used to be one time, but nowadays you don't know. The poor two things change the thing and enough people just can't come on. That's why you have so many artists nowadays because a man don't, don't even have to have talent nowadays to be an artist. You know, in those years you have to have, you have, to have talent. You know what I say? So, it was great working with those producers along the years, throughout the years, and I'm on Phil Ari and Nose Boy, I saw it going on car. At the point of the most I am, you know, for this day again, Jerry's is soul, but we still love him still because there's a lot of things I've learned from him. John Jerry's not say the same thing, but I've learned a lot of things from him. And there's a lot of things that I can instill into the younger generation, which I would like to do. And I, I did it for enough of them to see him because if you notice, it's a young artist come around here and coffee the other day. And then, um, major, um, watch for your major is up. Ask him and to come and listen to her when I listen to her and say, but this is that I have talent, so you know. I'm another, I'm another trying to help and thing that I bring out and rebel salute and introduce her to the crowd and thing. Right away here, she just gone like that, you know, she just run, run away, you see. It's one, it's each one, each one, each one strength, each one, so along the way, you have to be help, try to help other people because people have helped you. And that is what, that is the, the type of motive and the motivation that drive I'm on forward, want, wanting to help other young people. Because I was helped along the way. And them want the general, them want time, them want time. Become an empty general, them no say, them no say. 
And this a sound no go a burial Them no say, them no say And this a sound no go a funeral Hey, Mr. Undertaker, feel the matter A woman in the man yes, who can walk this And walk that too She need a man yes, who can stir everything down to crazy glue I don't hear them say, boy, you're the big man. At some place in a foreign you will fly down from Company Island. Beside you, you're watching and studying in the studio as you were working with all these producers, and then your desire to help other artists along the way is all of that played a role in you then. Uh, launching your own production and record label, Roaring Lion. Can you tell us when did when did Roaring Lion officially start? Well, we started Roaring Lion in 1995. And, yeah, man, in 1995 we started Roaring Lion. And a lot of artists that you are out here right now, I'm gonna produced and I have helped along the way. See me, the there's Ken Sirius and there's Emperor and there is a youth called Anthony Selassie and there is Macano and there is people like a youth named Chashman and. Look at these guys, Anthony D. Sizzler, all them people come by strong in my world, man. Capleton, Marcia, Bujabantan, all them people come and by so I'm on team. George, Nooks, Richie, Stevens, Josie Will, you name it, all of them come. Because enough, enough time, enough people come into the studio, you know, I'm gonna have to show them certain things because I try to instill into them what I learned. Like Santan, Moja, Loot and Fire. Perfect, all of them people come by so I'm on tune you know, and I have sang with Warrior King and all them Warrior King can sing to a song called Baby Girl and every day until I say the best song I've ever done I'm on Adverse to teach him all the melodies and into the rest of you So you don't know, it's like, it's a journey and we all have to do it, you know, so we have to go there Well, I know from experience of voice and dub plates down at your studio, but in, uh, in terms of your production for your the singles and your albums, how in approaching the production are you trying to keep those foundation uh, ways of, you know, come again and do it over as opposed to just doing everything digital and pro tools? Yes, I can't. Yes, I can't. That's all. That's all the thing is, you know. That's all the thing is. It's like when I started to, 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 to go into the Sudan youth and started voicing, I, I learned to do it that I think was the best way was like if you are teaching a person to do a thing you're teaching 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 uh, he or she how to do it the right and proper way you don't want to teach a person something the early journey way or the short way because there's two ways about doing things and there's one way which is short and one way which is longer which is harder but the other other way is always the perfect and better way you know what I say so when I, when I advise you right now, I, I, I advise and photo, but I do not like to advise and photo. Because I like when a song is not right, I'm going to take it again and come again. When you start to, just to sing as an artist, I start to DJ as an artist. If you just sit up and start to sing in the morning, your voice will never be the right type of voice until it warms right up the right type of voice. Even though I'm one, I'm one of those artists who work early in the morning because my voice wakes soon, but no people advise no wake soon. You see what I'm saying? So when, when, I'm on, when you sing, whenever you start to sing, then you need, you need to give your voice time to, 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 to wake up and then the first time you sing, you make sure you dump all of that and, sing, and love that and then start to sing again because then the voice is more warm and there's more clarity and there's more melody and 
everything will just turn in better. So when I do I'm hunting and don't want to do it and total call like when I like when the engineers of work. We could do that again. And we come forward and do it again. Because it's always better. The second time is always better. The third time is always better. The fourth time is always better because the vice is more warm and more ready to 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 to, to perform. Your champagne and your roses, yes, doesn't mean a damn thing to earn. The Lexus Escalade F-150 just can't satisfy her. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Ooh, the children of the ghetto. The children of the ghetto. So, as you're um, giving guidance and mentoring younger artists, it, you know, it seems that in the modern times it's, it's difficult for a new artist to get their music heard by the right people these days with everybody has access to YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Um, what advice would you give to young, you know, up-and-coming culture artists that are trying to get their music heard by the right people? Well, that's a very difficult one because you are one now. Even I'm on find it difficult nowadays to even get I'm on some paid by people out there because for one in Jamaica there's a thing called payola where people are gonna need you to pay them money to play yourself. Now I'm not saying that people are not supposed to get paid for, for playing your song. But to be honest about it, if you are taking my money to play my song, I want you to play. You know, take the money and don't want to play. Now there are there are a lot of online stations that I see are doing some some great job right now. They, you gotta, you gotta pay them, but they might charge a minimal amount of money. So you have to just now know target because in this time it's, a, it's about targeting the market that fits you. You just can't just go up and uh, online and look at any radio station and tell them, "Boy, well, I'm gonna pay a hundred dollars to play my song. I pay a, a fifty dollars to play my song. I pay a two hundred dollars to play my song." But it is good for you to pay to play your song because you want to get a PR and it's, it's going to be difficult for you to get a PR unless you're not paying, unless you're paying people. But, when you're paying people, you've got to make sure you're paying for the, the market that suits your song. In other words, if you are doing a reggae song, don't try to give to pay people in an hip-hop community your song to play because chances are it might get played, but the people that listen to hip-hop, Typically, don't really listen to it. And they might hear a reggae song, and unless the song is so can, contagious that it's a wicked song and everybody wants to listen to it, and the melody and the, and, the, and the beat is good, chances are your song won't go anywhere because the people that are listening to it don't, are not interested in it. So once you find the right place for your song, now, like, like for instance, if you have a Solomonic podcast, which it's geared at promoting reggae music and reggae artists. I have an a, 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 a online radio station which is designed uh, targeting a reggae market, a reggae music market, or a dancehall market where chances are you know you're going to get your song played in that, in, that, in that market. you got to shoot for that market. So it's all about strategizing nowadays. You just cannot get up and just put song anywhere and give song to anybody because you're not going to hear it. And another thing, another mistake that people make is that trying to email your song to people. 
these people get millions of songs every day by email. So you will never hear your song. Your song would have to be one of the baddest songs in the whole wide world. And even, even sometimes the songs are very, very great and good songs. But they are laughed. They are laughed. They get laughed in the email. And you send an email to that man over the song. He says, email me a song. And when you email me a song, he gets a thousand songs. So, he may look so hard. Let me look. Let me see what I do. Something come from Connex, boy. This is most bad. Something come from Alkaline, boy. It's go bad. Something come from Bunty and, and, and Beanie. And something come from Popcorn. And my it's go bad. He may try to do it. But you're one that lasts. Because they have time to look for your one. Because you have been bombarded by so many songs. So you got to try to find the right market are the right person or the right people who can place your song where it can be heard. You understand me? I say, first of all, if you have a, if you have a manager, the manager must be someone who is willing to go out and look, explore, and try to find the type of market for your song and people who want to be interested to play your song, whatever. But it's not going to be easy nowadays because, like I'm saying, there's so many media, medium, you put up a song on Pandora box and it might not get played. You put up a song on, on your, uh, you make a, 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 what you call him, um, a SoundCloud um, channel and put it up there. How many people know about your SoundCloud channel? Because you have to be promoting that SoundCloud channel, SoundCloud channel to everybody. And then people will go and find it. Yeah, but because all of them things are laugh because you have billions of people on SoundCloud. Billions of people on iTunes. And iTunes have a look for the big people and Jay-Z and Beyonce and all of those people. And all them Ryan and, and Nicki Minaj and all them people. They get first preference because they are known. And even us, even Kokoti who have done some of the greatest works in the world. A lot of people don't know who I and I is. And we have some of the baddest reggaeton. I've made some of, some of the baddest reggaeton. It's today, I'm on... This man, I get up and I listen, I'm gonna say to myself, say, a song came to me and a song is about revolution. I, I did a song called Revolution. Release and I take your girl album. A revolution, yeah. I'm on sight of revolution. Ring dang 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 A revolution, yeah. Rasta sight of that revolution I've never heard that song being played on the radio and I can tell you, you can google it and you can go on YouTube and look for a song called Revolution by Property. It's a great song. The message in that music is, is it suits everything that is going on in the world today, but you never hear it. Because uh, there's too many music out there right now. You cannot blame the producers, you cannot blame the 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 the, 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 the radio disc jackets because there's so many music out there. And then um, when I'm ready to this jacket get an album for you know ideas, I'm gonna listen to the best song on it, the one he or she likes, and then the others just get done. So it's for for your artists who are to make the music get heard, try to find the right medium and try to find the right person and try to find the right market to establish yourself. I need to have a special lady One I can call my one and only 
Let's talk about a little bit about the current project that you have that you're promoting. Um, your new single, Fire, that you released in the late fall on the classic Sly and Robbie Murder, She Wrote Rhythm. How has that been going? Well, it has been going, you know, so-so, because trust me, I, I, I was expecting the song to be going much better. You see? Much better. But at the same time, like I said, sometimes some of the greatest songs in the world, they do not, they don't get the right, the right uh, mileage out of it early, so that's why we are going on the road now to promote the single. Because if, if you, if you, like you, you, you say, you say at the early part, early, or the outset of the show, um, it's all about the fire tour, we are doing a thing called the fire tour right now, and the fire tour is to bring to the people the song called Fire, which is, which in my mind is a great song. And a lot of people's mind is a very great song, but at the same time, because of the lack of distribution with some big company, we have a big company that distributed right now, because, I mean, some of the, the big companies are, what you call, not looking for a certain type of reggae right now. They are looking for something more, um, what should you say, uh, contemporary. Are more dance music, which means this is a dance music skill. But if you're not out there with one of those people who got the big companies behind you, then you have to be doing a lot of work to get the thing out You just want the people to know your song. We just need people to go on iTunes, uh, all of those download sites, and look for a song called Fire by Cocotilla. And you have an expression called Fuego with Ines Pardo, which is a Spanish female. And then they can listen to the song, and once they listen to the song, then I think they will catch on to the song and they will love the song because the song is a very song, easy, easy, easy going song, very catchy, nice to dance to, and all of those things. But at the same time, it needs promotion. So that's why we're going out on the fire tour. Where we stand, a perfect example for everyone to feel. This burning fire, bring on the water, fire. Who are the best whiner? Fire. My Italian girls on fire. Come again, say fire. Bring out the water, fire. No sexy data, fire. My English girls on fire. Yo, a Salamanica and them for no. No Eden sound boy can't play around now. We are Rastaman sound and we lock off everything we do with some culture. Them for no each and every Iowa. Huh. Cockatee, kick it off at the way we are talking about. Kick it like a footballer. Where them come from? Them know about we. A Salamanica. You kill them now. Way you kill them now. You kill them now. What sound system did you grow up going to dances the most at when you were a youth? And what is your favorite sound now? <laughs> right, well, going on to you, as growing up as a sound system, I used to have a lot of sound systems that I used to sing on, like Kilimanjaro. Um, first, first was a song, a song called Unit One in my district, called Prince Unit One. Then there's one called King Eddie's Hi Fi. Then you have another one called Turbo Sonic Hi Fi, which is, is out there right now. You have Bodyguard. You, we used to have Black Armand, we used to have Arrows, we used to have Kilimanjaro, we used to have Pop Socialist Roots. Then came King Sturgav, Jalov, we used to have King Jamil, Volcano Hyper, which is my, 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 my son that I used to be based on. There was Gemini, there was Aries, 
there was um, Lee's Unlimited. There were so many songs in Jamaica. There was, there was, and then comes the beat, Stone Love, I-5, Stone Love, I-4, and all those type of songs. But my favorite song in the world is King Serograph. Trust me, I love to sing on King Serograph. So you know I song? That's my favorite song in the world to work on, King Serograph. You know what I say? I love it, because it's straight roots, reggae, King Serograph. And just, if, if you've ever been to a Serograph dance, then you will know what I'm talking about. When them people that play a sound and you started that, that people can't leave that. It, I, I did choreograph dance for about three years straight now for a bridging of man called Lorenzo Robinson. And trust me, all them dances sold out and believe me, the vibe so nice, so nice. It, it's crazy, you know what I mean? You have, have people like Charlie Chaplin, one of the all-time greats in the dance hall. You have Licker John, you have General Trees, you have Big Day Jerry, you have um, Ch- um, Josie Wheels, you have all these great artists that come out in the night and it's nice, 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 nice. So I love Telegraph, my favorite song sound that, in a, in a, out of our song, King Telegraph. There is too much gun lyrics stuff getting at the boy, them box. Them box, and I that make the innocent bloodshed business non stop, non stop. Salamani come fi warn them, say them fi clean up them ark, them ark. Cause I them make the little youths them a fire shot. Oh gosh, them better go park it. All right, then. So in terms of this upcoming tour, we know you have about 20 dates coming, and you're kicking off at the uh, end of the month here on the 28th of of May. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be. Where's that first show gonna be? That's gonna be in um, West Palm Beach, the, the Fairgrounds West Palm Beach, south side of Fairgrounds West Palm Beach, and uh, the, it's the 28th of of, of May, Memorial Monday, Monday, and I think um, after that the second one is gonna be in in, in um, Sony Hall. It was supposed to be at um, BB Kings in Manhattan, but it's gonna be in Sony Hall in Manhattan right now. Sony Hall, and then after that we go to um, Connecticut and Toad's Place. We're gonna be in Admiral Hall, Philadelphia on the 1st, Philadelphia, Admiral Hall on the 1st of June, and we're gonna be alongside Salamonic, the great Salamonic song, Juggling for you that night, and you know, just come out and make full joy, make full joy with yourself and have some fun, because the great Salamonic will be there, you don't know Salamonic is a renowned big song, so you just want people to remember that the same people that bring you this Salamonic podcast is the same Salamonic song that will be out there at Admiral all the night in Cocotee, and I want to see all the people in the place, and the place is going to Chua Wunin, cause sweet cockati in the love. The fire tour is coming to a place near you, so I'll have to just get online, look out for the, the, the media, and come to Cockati, um, Coco underscore T, you know what I say? Coco T underscore T13, Coco underscore T13, that's, that's, that's Instagram. And all the information will be there. You can go to Calvin Scott, C-O-L-D-I-N-S-C-O-T-T slash Facebook.com. You can go to Coco T Music.com. And you can go to, um, 
at Coco T13 on Twitter and all the information that are there are available for you to find out where we're going to be and every information will be there for you to if you want to take in the fire too but I think he's got to those people who love reggae music and all who aspire to listen to some good reggae music can come out and look we have a nice time because you know that works fire tour and you know fire go blaze Loving is not all about money Come on and love me Shabarangs and Coco Tea Love me too I'm the new man that knows about Monetary love of a flea Love me Woman love me for me Love me truly If you love Coco Tea for money flee Yes I Give thanks to everyone for tuning in today to the first official Salomonic Sound podcast. Make sure you hit us up online at SalomonicSound.com or check us on social media at Salomonic Sound System for your latest events and news. Blessed love. Woman, you find a lady full of street in life, but baby, man, for you, so that the woman, the maluk. Woman, you find a lady full of street in life, but books dip in nine pockets and food gang cook. If the fish keep in motion, he would no get cooked. Woman, you have what it takes, woman, you have what it took. Fit jump on the money tree, it jump up. Extra motor money, it up in a fee, your bang bunk. Easy darling, a second down, no put us the world, quiver man shit. To all your love, pretty like a dolly in a storybook. So love me, no monetary love. Love me too. If you love cockatiel, you love cockatiel, not for money. I'll take you to Paris or Rome, and anywhere in this world we could roam.